On tonight's episode, we learn what happens when you mix pop rocks and soda and why you should always turn on your light when you walk into a bedroom. We watched Urban Legend. I'm John, and this is the Flixology Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a show where we focus on all types of media, rather it be music, movies, TV, literature, you name it, we're going to look into it. Tonight, we did the 1998 movie, Urban Legend. I'm your host, John, and joining me is a legend of her own, April. I had to tie it in somehow. That was as best as I could get. That was, <laughs> that was so corny. I love it. Um, it. It was dumb, but it was... I got you. I got how you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in there. I can't believe we're almost through this <laughs> crazy, crazy month. It is the 27th. I hate to say it. I hate Halloween to s- is fast approaching, people. I hate to say it. It's like a silver line because we've been doing this all month. And it's just nice to know the ups and downs, the thrills and chills. Oh man. yeah, like I'm happy we did this. Don't get me wrong, but it's like that little silver lining. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we did 1998 um, Urban Legend, and I was really surprised with who was in this movie. It was a lot of big names. Yeah. Um. You had Jared Leto, which is like baby, Young baby, baby, baby Jared face. Leto. You had uh, Alyssa Witt, Rebecca Gayhart, your guy Joshua Jackson from. Dawson's Creek. And that was Cartman singing that. Because there's an episode oh God. of South Park. Uh, Loretta Devine, Tara Reed, a very messed up Tara Reed. Michael Rosenbaum, Robert England, and it's not mentioned in the main cast, but Danielle Harris. And and also Brad Dourif. I love the fact that they had Robert England, Danielle Harris, and Brad Dourif in this movie. If they had Kane Hodder, this would have been Freddie, Jason, uh, Jason, Chucky, Michael. Wow. And of course, I would know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, it's kind of your job. Yeah. And of course, well, yeah, at this point. <laughs> yeah, at this point. <laughs> and um, I don't know if I mentioned it or not. Uh, this movie is directed by Jamie Blanks. And, you know, this is from 98. It's not, it just felt like a good old 90s flasher. And I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It was a smash. It was a smash in the box office. It was a smash all around. I remember it being like, it wasn't as big as Scream. And it was post-Scream. But it was just, it came just in the nick of time before everybody else threw their cards on the table with this self-aware scary movies with the murders and stuff in the 90s. So, do you want to kind of give like a brief synopsis of what happens? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, I'll give the summary today, guys. Um... Urban legend basically just tells us a, a story about, you know, a group of popular, you know, pretty good looking college kids. Um, at, they're at like a remote um, New England university. Um, I think it's called like Pendleton University, but it's fictional. Like it's not a real school or whatever. It looks like a fictional school in like somewhere upstate, like maybe upstate New York. And it was called Pendleton University. Yeah. Yeah. It's in like um, supposedly a new New England somewhere. Uh, where they film all of the, you know, Halloween filled movies and vibes. Like Haddonfield. Yeah. But anyway, the focus is on the main store, um, Natalie. She's like the redheaded girl in the movie. <clears throat> um, basically, all in her, all, her and all her friends are um, involved in this folklore class that's being taught by Professor Wexler. Robert England himself, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. And, and- um, his class is talking about urban legends. 
Can I just say something though? I wish a class like this existed. Dude, that would campus. be pretty sweet. Dude, I would have such a fun time doing that. It's not even so funny. sweet. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so apparently Professor Wexler was the sole survivor of a huge massacre that occurred on campus. Um. And mm-hmm. I I think him being the sole survivor led him to teach this course and instruct this course and also it just kind of creates for a lot of red herons in this movie like i mean we must have counted at least i counted four i counted four four at least four five six guys i mean it's just every time we turn around they were setting somebody else up to be the killer just like in Scream, you know, they're setting somebody just, else up well, to be the killer, just, and then it, it, it is a twist at the end. Well, it's not just like in Scream. I think, like, once Scream came out, every 90s movie did this, and yeah. it kind of makes me wish we did Scream for this month, um, just because But I don't know. Scream. I, but, I feel like Urban Legend is underrated, though, and that's why I really wanted to do it. Plus, I just wanted to, like, go back oh, and see it again post-90s, because... I wanted to see if it still held up. And, like, for me, it did because I just love the 90s. And if you're a 90s fan, especially 90s horror, like, this was great. I mean, and the kills were very elaborate. I mean, it all revolved around urban legends. Um, I think you I think you said you wanted to go into that more. But if not, I can totally do it uh, however you want to do it. I'll do this. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll let you take over here. But basically, yeah. like, just to, you know, sum up the rest of the plot here, guys, it's like... Um, these kids become victim of a killer on campus and they're going around and all these people start dying and dropping off, but they can't find the bodies anywhere until, you know, until the very end. And the killer keeps, you know, red herring. You just keep seeing like, the same jacket everywhere. It's like a game of clue. It's like, you know, was it so-and-so with the musket in the library? It kind of reminded me of the movie Cry Wolf and you have not seen that yet. Um... Where it was like they're kind of trying to find the fictional killer in like a prestigious high school type of thing. I thought I did see that. We, we never finished it, but I went back and finished it. Oh, okay. Because it just bothered me that I didn't finish it. And I think this was at a time when you were sick. And I was just like, yeah, I, I got to finish this movie. It's been too long. Oh, got you. Um, but yeah, but my they have like the infamous, there's a killer in the back seat, Brad Durst in that scene. And... This, the killer takes like the axe, chops off this woman's head. Um, you have. Uh, I like the one where it's like the scratching on the hood, the roof of the car. The, yeah, the the the. Um, yeah, the where hanging, he's like the hanging, Joshua yeah. Jackson murder. Um, yeah. You also there's also one that wasn't involved with like a killing, but they did invoke like the urban legend of Bloody Mary, where they kind of just yeah. Said, um, I thought that was good. Um, the gang driving with the headlights. Dude, let me tell you what. Have you ever heard of that? That was the first time I ever heard of that. Okay, let me just back up here. When I first watched this movie back in, like, I think it was around early 2000s when I actually watched it. I didn't watch it right when it came out in the 90s. Yeah. But early 2000s, I was a young driver then. (laughs) You were a driver. um, Or just starting to drive then in the early 2000s. And, um... I used to get so paranoid because I had seen that movie and they had said that about, you know, like getting shot or, you know, 
flashing their lights at people. And I lived in a very rural town, so, like, it's nothing for people to, like, flash their lights at you it, to warn you, like, hey, there's a cop up the road, or, like, to say, um, you know, your lights are out or whatever, cut your lights on. And it's, like, pitch black dark in the middle of nowhere on the countryside. I'd be, like, coming home from work, and it'd be so spooky out, and I would just freak out all the way home um, in my old beat-up car that was, like, afraid would break down any second. But... I just remember that being paranoid and I always would like check the backseat of my car before I got in it. That's just like a thing I've see, always done. You see, until I saw this movie, I had never heard that in my life. I have never heard that. Yeah. But it freaked me out. I like, I wouldn't even like warn people with like, flashing my lights or anything. I would just be like, la di da, minding my own business. I mean, I always check the backseat of my car. I'm not going to lie. I get a little paranoid sometimes to see if there is someone hiding back there. I mean, you know. It's obvious, like, that kind of fear comes into you once in a while. Just, like, how... Considering how many scary movies we, we watch, watch this... I really wonder, like, how we even sleep at night. I mean, I really do. It's a little friend called Melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just put on, like, British Baking Show and you slowly fall asleep. I'm, and I'm not dissing that show. I love that show. I'm actually on a big kick of that right now. It but... really is. It's ridiculous. There is nothing more in, more intimidating than Paul Hollywood's criticism. <laughs> and and you know that because his last name is Hollywood. I thought you watched it for the cakes and the well, pastries and the puffs. Well, that too. I am a I do like my sweets. I'm just picking anyway, anyway, continue. Um, the next sorry. kill was like the, the Daniel Harris was strangled and then her roommate, like the main character, turns on, wakes up the next morning, finds the body. And then written in blood on the wall. Aren't you glad you didn't turn the lights off? I've actually turned on the lights or whatever. I actually saw this in a Supernatural episode. Dude, all I know is that scene creeped me out. Um, it really did creep me out. The ankle slasher under the car where they got the Dean. Oh, no. Okay, so like the Dean is standing next to his car and he's looking in the back seat suspiciously. Who's been, in denial in this And he's in denial battle. and he's all like, there's not a murderer on my campus, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like you know, telling the cop, like, don't you bring in other security guards. Yeah, that's that. a he's bad like, idea. That's a bad idea. Yeah, and then he's, like, standing next to his car, and the guard walks off, and he's looking in his back seat, and the next thing you know, he, he hears something, and he turns around, and then this knife comes out from underneath the car, slashes both the back of his ankles, and I'm like, Ew, oh my God! <laughs> I remember that. I'm sorry, she did that exact reenactment, I'm just like, what? <laughs> Dude, it, it grossed me out, man. It, like, freaked me out. I'm um, not even kidding. So, apparently, this is something... Um, you know the song Love Roller Coaster? Like, they played it in the movie. And I think it's mostly famous in the movie Beavis and Butthead Do America. Yeah. Apparently, there's this legend going around that contain it contains a real murder scream. Which, I didn't know this. And apparently, they... Well, that's what the guy says to her at the party. He like yeah. walks up and he's like, you know, it sounds real because it's from a real murder victim. Yeah, and then pulled it off a and then Tara reads like a radio personality, and then she screams on the radio, and apparently that's supposed to match the urban legend. When I don't know how, but okay, why not? Yeah. Um, the old lady dries wet dog in microwave. We all saw that. And, Look, let's not talk about that. And by the way, I looked into it. That was his real dog in the microwave. Oh, wow. And then the last one, 
they try to reenact the kidney thing where you wake up in a pool in a tub and you're missing a kidney. And that was really like the urban lunches they tackled. A lot of the other one was sexual stuff that I really don't feel comfortable um, talking about. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you guys figure those and out. And then yourself. one of them was like the babysitter and the man upstairs. And then the calls coming from inside the house. Yeah, which is like one of the best tropes in horror movies in When a Stranger Calls and Black Christmas. I will say that. And Scream. Was it in Scream? Yeah. Hello, Sydney. You know, I mean, that's the whole thing. I gotta rewatch Scream. Yeah. Hey, we, I might do that while you rewatch Silence of the Lambs because I've seen that so many times. Dude, yeah, no, the guy, you remember he calls, he's like, what's up, you know? That's fair, that's fair. I just wanted to say what's up. Anyway, remember in the <laughs> 90s, 2000s, how, like, somebody calling you and saying, what's up, was, like, the thing to do? Yeah, like, I really... It was so, it went on for years. I swear, my brother-in-law still does that to this day. Are you he talking will, about my brother? No, I'm talking about Josh. Oh, well, my brother does that too, so that's why I'm asking. No, no, I'm talking about... Is he, he does le- he still do that too? He le- I, when I call him, he asks, he's like, what's up? Or he goes, Nuh-uh. yo. Nuh-uh. Yeah, oh he texts gosh. me saying, yo. I'm just like, what? That's hilarious. That's uh, hilarious. So that's why I thought you were it talking about It is still alive him. and well, people. It's still alive and well. Well, for us 90s kids, it might as well be. It's like a nostalgia feeling, just like the same way you can listen to a Nirvana, Nirvana album and still feel at peace. Dude, the 90s freaking rock. Like, why, <laughs> can't, why can't the 90s make a comeback and just be? Why can't they just exist again, man? Because uh, we have to move on. I I, I don't want to move on. All these <laughs> millennial kids and stuff. I just like the 90s for the classic movies. That, yeah. Well, horror music. was the best in the 90s. The 90s and 2000s, I just loved all the horror. See, I didn't like the 2000s horror. And I think that's because a lot of them were remakes. But anyway, well, that's, a, that's crappy, another... You'll have that. Yeah, it's called Platinum Dunes. Any movie made by that company. Yeah. And I can, I can attest to that. But anyway... Um, yeah, so I, I feel like we're forgetting something. I mean, we really didn't go into the plot the whole much. I mean, it's kind of yeah, it was just a simple movie, guys. It was just a bunch of you know, a bunch of um, listen, kills and, after, and a mystery and some twists and stuff. And we won't give away the twist at the end, just in case you haven't seen it. Yeah, um, but it was a really cool movie. I highly recommend for me. I, I don't know about you. Oh yeah, it's a recommend. I'm actually, I definitely recommend. I'm looking forward to watching the sequel. Because that deals with urban legend and film. I gotta say, I've already seen the sequel, and it's nowhere near as good have as the first the thir- one. But have you seen the third one? Yes. The Bloody Mary. Yes. Okay. I wanna. I wanna see both of them again. But okay. I remember, but thinking, but neither one of these are as good as the first one. But um, I do want to watch them again just to like confirm that because it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Um. So before we go, as we normally do on the show, I tell you what the Rotten Tomato score is and ask you if do you think it deserves it? Now, putting nostalgia aside. Oh, gosh. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, you, you are. You, you're going to have a bad feeling. I thing. always disagree with Rotten Tomatoes. I can't get down with them. You're going to hate this. So, putting away nostalgia, put, seeing this for the first time, what would you give it? 
what I would consider to be a fair score if I were the one reviewing it. Yeah. And I can't rate based on nostalgia at all. Right. Am I in the 90s time period or am I in you're the on opening, time You're on opening night. In the 98. Yeah, in 98. You're in the theater. You're on opening night. Okay. Opening night in the theater in 1998. I would give this movie bare minimum like 75. 24. 24? <laughs> Look, America does not agree. America does not agree. Read the box office total. America does not agree. Did I, did I already give did I give away the box office amount already? Because I know we talked no, about it. No, but I know it was a smash in the box office. So yeah, America did not a, agree. It was made on a $14 million budget and it made $72.5 million. Yeah, $72.5 million. <laughs> take that, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, take that, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes pisses me off so bad. That's why I like doing this with you. <laughs> because it's so much fun. That's because I I literally okay, we've been doing this for almost a month, guys. I never agree with Rotten Tomatoes. I want to talk to those guys personally. Wait, I, well, you know, it's just like movie reviews and they all compile it up to make a score. I know, but I'm just gonna say it. I wanna talk to those guys. <laughs> I wanna go find them and have a nice little chat with Mr. Lead Pipe. They're talking to the wrong people watching these movies. That's why you and I do this. <laughs> That's why you and I do this. You know that. Yeah, true. All right. So that was Urban Legend. It is a total recommend for the both of us. Just for the 90s feeling alone. A typical 90s slasher. And a little bit nostalgia. And the cast in itself alone is pretty great. Um, do you want to reveal the twist? At the end? Spoilers. Yeah. So... The best friend of the main killer is the one... The best friend of the main character is the killer. And, basically, and it is a woman. Which, I actually like that. It was a shocker and a twist for the 90s, definitely. But apparently she did it because apparently back in high school, the first victim and the main character were like BFFs. They were like... It's like a famous They name. were like cheerleaders together and best friends. Yeah, and they apparently killed a dude, and the dude happened to be the killer's boyfriend. They were, like, going to get married and everything. And and she, like, went to the same college as this girl and befriended her and, like, stalked her and then killed everyone that she knew and loved and you, tried to kill her. You have to admit, though, you kind of get a little bit on her side after a while. I did, at least. I mean, I hate that her fiance died in a car crash because of the urban legend in itself. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't go on a killing spree. You know? I'm not saying you would go on a killing spree. I'm just saying I... <sighs> you feel sorry for her? Yeah, like, I feel mutually sorry for her. Like, it's... I don't agree what she did, but I feel sorry for her. I think that's reasonable. All right. <laughs> All right. So that was Urban Legend. Um, we are doing tomorrow night the Final Girls, which is a horror comedy and a parody of slasher films. I'm excited for this movie. I have not seen this movie at all yet. I haven't even seen a trailer, actually. I've heard you talk about it. Really? I know you were reading the book, but I have not um, seen the trailer yet. 
Yeah, like you have. I no- like watching movies without seeing trailers first sometimes because it just makes them more interesting because you have no idea what's going on. So, um, especially with horror movies, just because they like to put a lot of the creepy stuff in the trailer to make it more scary. And then whenever you watch it, you're like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Will t- I will go ahead and tell you this. It does have Adam Devine in it. Oh, okay. And he does play a comedy character in the movie. So Adam Devine or Adam Driver? Adam Devine from Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, from... Um, trying to think of other stuff that you would have seen him i think pitch perfect is probably the only one that you would have probably seen him in no i got you yeah but that was urban legend um again if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to us at our email at flixologypodcast at gmail.com we do have a we do have an instagram or we do have a coming yeah yeah and we will, ha- and we do have our Twitter. And if you would like to know more about that, just send us an email. Sure thing, guys. All right. I'm John. And I'm April. Take it easy. <laughs>